Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Frontier Beyond Fear live broadcast and podcast. I am Susan Larison Dance, and today, broadcasting live, it is Saturday, August 5th, 2023. And this program broadcasts live on Blog Talk Radio most Saturdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Time and it podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, lots of places, Podchaser, um, just numerous um, syndication platforms. Thank you for being here today. I'll say right at the outset a thank you to Blog Talk Radio for featuring this program while live on their homepage. Thank you very much, and in live spirituality today. Today, I am in some ways continuing what is so important because of what has happened in the past week, how this topic has continued to unfold, and yet it's really the most important topic, perhaps, that I feel is truly impacting our world and has impacted our world. And that is our adherence to strict materialism, associating that with advancement and not considering all the other spiritual ways in the space of love-based omnipresence, conscious awareness of the omnipresence of truly unconditional love, conscious awareness of what is possible within that space by de-emphasizing that. And it's really because of an overcorrection, because we had a world um, in which um, various forms of pursuing um, spirituality kind of embedded and at times um, unfortunately undermined by things like, you know, witch burning. If a scientist like Galileo um, discovered something that um, upset the church, well, then that was a problem. These things caused us to overcorrect in our world and essentially throw the baby out with the bathwater as the the saying goes, and I know some of you are listening in other parts of the world, um, and if that doesn't make sense, it's an old, old phrase that people use. We've just thrown it all out without considering what is more deeply, truly important. And instead, we have elevated 
materialism in the strictest fashion. We say that is science. It is just a paradigm in science. Um, science is the exploration of reality, which means that you are exploring actual truth and you are very brave in doing so. It's not all about, oh, we don't look at that, we don't look at that, we don't, oh, that's not, you know, in favor, we don't look at that, that's not science. That's quite something else. That's um, dictation, basically. Um, it's not about truth. So, when we consider this topic that has come up and in, in, was discussed on the show last week too, something I have been very interested in from the standpoint of spirituality, though I haven't really found a way in recent years to make my voice heard on it quite as much as I used to, although there are additional ways that have been available that I just haven't fully developed. I'm now... Stepping into that a little bit more, even while recognizing there are so many hobbyists in this, people who are just very focused on the very specific things about nuts and bolts and ships. And and um, it's not that that isn't something to pay attention to, um, but it's not really the greater question about extraterrestrial life. And there was even a really fun synchronicity. I've started to post more on the pages of those who are very into the UFO topic. Um, and um, someone who was on this show um, some years ago, and we had a great discussion where I was representing the consciousness perspective and he was representing the hardware perspective, um, is Stephen Bassett. So he happened to post on his Twitter page something that listed, it was a repost of someone else, some other article, all the different questions that you would hope that a more advanced, I think they said a thousand years in advance of humanity, what would these civilizations know? And almost every one of them was related to something materialistic. And even when they addressed something that maybe you would think was outside the realm, like um, the question that I pointed out, um, number 42 just happened to be number 42 on this list was what is consciousness? And I would tend to believe that it was asked from a standpoint of um, more, you know, how does how does, do our brains work, so to speak, in a non-spiritual way, not a more aware question, a more expansive question of what true conscious awareness might be. And that just happened, this is a synchronicity, to be number 42. And I don't have the exact post right in front of me right now, but I said in response something like how perfect it is that this would be number 42, the answer to life, the universe, and everything, which um, is a reference to a, to a book by Douglas Adams, um, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which I'm not really into that much, but the, the whole concept of 42, that number being related to the answer to life, universe, and everything. And that's the question about consciousness that he poses. And it's quite um, holographic in itself, quite synchronistic in itself, that um, that just happened to be number 42. Well, guess what? That's the most important question. 
that's the question. In fact, I said that foundational basically to the entire list is what does it mean to be advanced? This question is so important right now. It's always been important. And we even know the answer deep down in the heart space. Go watch an Avatar movie and tell me which of the two um, groups of people, even if you haven't seen the new one, um, who comes across as more advanced in the deeper way, in the most important way, in the way that actually will ensure that your society will continue. Um, well, it's really very obvious, isn't it? Um, it's the people who are closer to the land. They don't require any technology because they are learning about spirituality. Learn about spirituality. And in that movie, they don't even go far enough in some ways. Learn about, because if they really were very advanced in spirituality, they would be able to literally shield themselves from any lower, and yes, I will call it that, lower advancement, a, a race of lower advancement or a species of lower advancement that has focused only on developing little toys um, with which they can subjugate others and pillage planets and do all kinds of very harmful things. Um, instead, had we on our planet focused on the spiritual gifts that are available to us, healing, many of us have seen it in ways that are totally unexplainable. Healing, the afterlife, there's so much evidence around people who have had NDEs and you know, consciousness, an impossible or virtually impossible, meaningful coincidences, synchronicities that you cannot explain in any material way. A planet that advances in its spiritual gifts would not be harmed by any material object coming its way. It would use telekinesis to push away an asteroid and shield itself in other ways. It would have telepathy so that people, there would be absolute um, understanding, although that has come up recently in a different way. I mentioned it on a show that if someone doesn't understand their self, like, like we often think, think, if we were telepathic and we could see into the minds of, you know, our um, some other people, um, we would know everything about them. Well, not really, because they themselves are on a journey in understanding themselves. So what you would see in their thoughts are their own perception, which would often be false of themselves. Um, what we really care about is that deeper awareness, which is connected to the omnipresent divine everywhere every when these are the extraterrestrial species who would indeed be truly advanced and though there may be some 
we have a lot of variety on this planet of, of um, groups of people here who've pursued different things. I mean, just look at the diversity on our own planet of creatures in general as well. We can certainly surmise that some species out there on their soul journeys, they somehow manage to survive their own, um, although one would say they would still be in a form of childhood, um, truthfully, not even really adolescence. I would say they're adolescence, but no, that, that assumes that this is advancing, and my premise is it's not, that it's actually a um, soul growth experience. It's a... Um, it's something to be written upon the Akash, which is the record of everyone who's ever lived. It's like a living consciousness of all of our experiences. Um, so these things are important because of free choice. And on some planets, they manage to not destroy themselves. And somehow, you know, they never discover the true key, what is so very important, their own spiritual essence, their own spiritual potential. And in doing so, yeah, sure, maybe they build some tinker toys, you know, that, that maybe even manage to get that advanced, you know, before some other lower vibrational species comes and knocks them out. But I'll tell you what, any of those species that approach a truly advanced planet where you've got omnipresently aware um, souls, they wouldn't have a chance. That doesn't mean they would necessarily be destroyed. These people or these species may not believe in doing that, but they might just not even find anything there. They could just, you know, some, some very spiritually aware species could make itself totally undetectable because they would have access to the greater gifts, the greater skills. It's as if all along we all should have been in Harry Potter school. That's where we really should have been, learning how to work in the spiritual realm, learning how to trust in and develop spiritual gifts. That doesn't mean you need a magic wand. That doesn't mean it's associated with one particular form of a belief system that doesn't make the Harry Potter world the real world. But what I'm saying is if we had spent our time when we were younger as a species listening to those who were exploring genuine healing, for example, and trusting and finding ways down that path, and those of us who have seen it know that it's real, my entire family became um, more, or certain a part of, certainly a part of my family, became more spiritual because my grandfather was a faith healer who literally healed my aunt of polio, and she got up and walked, and she's alive today, an old woman. I myself have observed and experienced healing that I cannot explain in any material way. In one case, literally on the intercom, right before I was told that something had just disappeared, that had been on an ultrasound of a loved one, something very frightening, 
When You Wish Upon a Star plays on the musical track in this office where we were sitting. And right then the doctor comes in and they had gone in to look for a mass that was clearly visible on the ultrasound. It was gone. It was just gone. That's healing. Same thing happened to me. I would not be here if not for what happened to me. And I went down a different path, even though my grandfather did indeed heal my aunt from polio when she was a child, and she got up and walked. Um, I myself, you know, I considered spirituality, but that wasn't the most important thing. And, you know, truly healing wasn't something I thought about that much when I was younger until a day came when I myself faced my own mortality, and what happened? I go back, I researched this thing, it was really scary. It had all the characteristics of something that was bad, bad. You know, I was already making a plan because, you know, there are all kinds of alternative approaches that nobody talks about either or even explores, and those are suppressed. So I was thinking, you know, along those lines, um, at the time, although I hadn't made a decision, I may have um, combined some things. I don't know. But what I do know is when I went back to have something checked out that was clearly based on the characteristics there, and I faced the puzzled, mystified faces, you know, they come back in, they take more scan. It's like it's gone. It was gone, totally gone. This happens more than you know. A dear friend of mine, she was dying of stage four spinal cancer. Her children were basically saying goodbye. She was healed spontaneously. It went away. And I saw her walking around in stiletto heels not late, not much later, a couple years later. To this day, she's fine. This is where we should have been looking because there is truth in this space. There are things worthy of study. Yes, objective study. You know, one of the things, one of the gifts that AI may provide to us of all of its, um, you know, here's a technological tool. If it was honestly um put forward where it could do an analysis, it could probably analyze where there are these, you know, incredible things happening that can't be explained. It could probably even correlate where someone's talking about being healed and verify that it actually happened. Not to say I want AI to have access to all our medical records, but if it had such access, it could figure out so many things. The studies that we're doing um, into soul groups, I've seen some very objective things that can absolutely be analyzed and studied in a scientific way. The heart math folks, the global coherence initiative folks, these are people researching something that the materialist cannot explain. And now we're projecting onto all the other planets as to what we consider this group of people who has us in such an iron grip, what they consider advanced. 
it's time, and I've done it before, I'm doing it again, for spiritual people to speak up. Because, you know, the funny thing is, the contact movie, for example, the movie's different than the book. And um, and Carl Sagan which was actually famously a skeptic. I'm sure he was surprised when he crossed the veil and saw that he could have explored so many things so much more deeply and richly had he considered more the evidence to be found within spirituality. But he had a soul journey, and I'm sure it was a wonderful surprise for him when he crossed the veil. Um, Even if, you know, I don't think he can really be disappointed. He would look back on his life and say, yeah, well, in this life, you know, my role was to question and not really look at this as seriously as I might have done. But um, in the contact movie, some of these issues are very much explored. And, you know, partial spoiler alert, you know, the person who actually goes to meet the extraterrestrials is a skeptic with regards to spirituality. And what happens, she has what everyone can see was a very um, real... I mean, you believe that it was real. She acknowledges, sure, she could have hallucinated it. Just like we could say right now, sure, this could all be an illusion. This could be a video game. I saw an article that was posted, which I shared, actually, like what if this um, this universe is a hologram? Well, I find that interesting because on a spiritual level, the holographic universe is important. So it's more than just a materialistic hologram in my point of view. So I did share it. Um, and it was from someone who actually who shared it originally, who also combined the sciences and spirituality. Um, someone who's been on this show and is on the Galileo Project exploring ETs and um, UFOs and things, Riz Verk, who's a very interesting person, who does endeavor and has had experiences that allow him to combine and merge his spiritual experiences into his scientific curiosity. The two are not, um, they're not in contradiction. All that science is is the exploration of truth the exploration of our reality. And just because right now the whole field is in the grip of materialistic theories doesn't mean that that isn't soon to be superseded. Just because we may have evidence of some um, craft coming to this planet, if that's true, it could come from under the sea, it could be interdimensional, it could be time travel, lots of things. But these concrete craft um, that may or may not have any spiritual elements, we're not really talking about that. I mean, a lot of people who've reported experiences have said there's telepathy and things like that involved. But I don't particularly see some of these stories, if they prove to be indeed happening, um, that, um, you know, this is not a high vibrational species if they're um, harming other people that is, you know, discussed or harming other species like on the planet. But in any case, it doesn't mean that every species out there is going to develop its spiritual gifts. But the question is, are we, are we going to develop our spiritual gifts? Because if we don't, we will be, um, we've already 
greatly delay, we will greatly delay our own advancement because advancement is not what we think it is. It is not just the creation of more toys. It is not the creation of more ways to dominate and, and kill one another and do horrible things and protect yourself in this fear-based world. It's none of those things. It is the development of your deeper spiritual gifts. Go to an avatar movie. Who is more advanced? It's obvious. It's why it's the whole premise of the movie. It isn't about what you develop technologically. It isn't about industrialization. It's about how you develop the gifts that are innately available to you and live in partnership with your planet. We have ravaged this planet because we spend all our time developing new ways to invade somebody else, new ways to protect yourself, new ways to express our vengeance um, when something happens, you know, and that's a very natural emotion when somebody invades and harms you. Well, then, you know, you want the people go out and want to go back, you know, um, what What is the, um, an eye for an eye makes everyone blind? You know, you've heard that quote. That's attributed to Gandhi. I always forget if that's not actually a Gandhi quote. There's some of those out there, and I'm not looking it up, but it's often attributed to him. Um, we need to take it higher. We are at a crossroads. The survival of our species or most of the species is very much in question right now given you know i haven't seen the oppenheimer movie yet i'm actually instead watching a documentary special i'm not so so sure i'll go to the movie i've heard that it's long i'll see it eventually um but not in the theater um we've gone down and we've been going down a particular road for a very long time. I mean, this goes all the way back. Go look at the Roman Empire. They would invade. Eventually, they were invaded. It took a while, but yes. It goes on and on and on and on. More of the earth becomes devastated and destroyed. The buffalo do not roam anymore. Where I sit in the United States used to be a many areas were a beautiful forest. You know, we think that it was only the Pacific Northwest, and that's been ravaged enough. You know, how sad that Portland was called Stumptown after those who would ravage the land arrived. It didn't take long to just stunt, you know, trees that may have been 1,000, 2,000, even 3,000 years old. And they became trophies for these very blind and, you know, materialistically oriented people, which in their case, they were looking for money. 
you know, that's what they wanted. They were going to be compensated for this giant tree, and it was also an ego exercise. That's why you see these men, you know, they're they're holding as trophies, these giant trees that they, they just felled. And you look at these pictures, and it's disgusting. And how um, those who were living in more partnership with the land were disregarded and just thrown away, we have erred seriously. Whether we will make it to be a space-faring species, as if that should be a goal, um, that's not a goal. Nobody cares about that. Are you going to be a spiritually aware species? Avatar, again, it's a wonderful example. There are others. Lord of the Rings, Earth, that's an interesting series, although you don't exactly have technology. But J.R.R. Tolkien very much disliked the um, devastation of the land. And that's why, you know, you look at the parts where the trees are all being torn down, the evil magician Saruman and in Mordor, I mean, it's just a wasteland. There was no care about the land. And there was a kind of technology and weaponry and all. In our hearts, we know what is real. We already know. Everybody knows. You go to the movie, you read the book, you can feel it. It's not a fantasy novel. It's real. The live show is ending now. Thank you to live listeners. I'll continue just a little bit. Um, Not long today. I always say that and sometimes I go on, but today I think it won't be much longer. FrontierBeyondFear.com is where, once I update it a little bit more, it's gotten a little out of date, um, where you can find these broadcasts and more information about me. I'm Susan Larison Dance, and thank you to Blog Talk Radio. It looks like we got to the number one slot today under live shows and live spirituality. Thank you very much. So, as we continue with the podcast briefly, um, I had opened to something synchronistically, although I don't know if I'll read it today. It was just something from Ralph Waldo Emerson, who I've, I actually was looking in his general direction, and I did open to something, and I don't think I will read it today. Um, But in the future, I may do some more readings on this show. I'm going to keep this one a little bit shorter, but he too speaks of the importance of consciousness, and he refers, it's in an essay called The Oversoul, as to what is important. All right, I'll read just a little bit. Ralph Waldo Emerson lived from 1803 to 1882, because I did turn to it. So let me look at this passage again, because it wants to be read. If I can figure out where to start it here, just give me a second. And so in groups where debate is earnest, and especially on high questions, keep in mind, I just turned to this after I determined the topic for the show. The company become aware that the thought rises to an equal level in all bosoms that all have a spiritual property in what was said 
as well as the sayer. They all become wiser than they were. It arches over them like a temple, this unity of thought in which every heart beats with nobler sense of power and duty and thinks and acts with unusual solemnity. All are conscious of attaining to a higher self-possession. It shines for all. There is a certain wisdom of humanity which is common to the greatest men with the lowest and which our ordinary education often labors to silence and obstruct. The mind is one and the best minds who love truth for its own sake think much less of property in truth. They accept it thankfully everywhere and do not label or stamp it with any man's name for it is theirs long beforehand and from eternity. Okay. I just opened to that. Do you see the relevance? We are capable. And that in itself demonstrates, by the way, the concept. How did that happen? How was it synchronistically that item number 42 on a materialist list said, what is consciousness? Number 42, the answer to life, the universe, and everything. It actually gave you the answer right there. <laughs> I mean, anyone who thinks that um, the divine doesn't have a sense of humor, well, of course it does. It's us, and it's beyond us. It's more. We cannot be separated from the omnipresent, unconditional love that you can label however you like with whatever label works for you. We cannot be separated from what this is. And Ralph Waldo Emerson's passage talks about this. What is knowledge? What is wisdom? What is growth? What is development? What is advancement? Wouldn't you love to live in a world where healing actually was valued? I'm not saying it always works, by the way. I have seen situations where, of course, it doesn't work. And people believed with all their hearts, and it was just time. You know, souls have a time that they're here. And some of us, you know, we're some of us, every one of us is on a journey, and it's a group soul journey. So what happens to one of us affects other people too. So you can't ever know why this happens, why it doesn't. Those are difficult questions. But I will say I can personally attest to have witnessed and experienced, and so can others I know, healing that cannot be described in any materialistic way. It's real. I believe deeper than that. I know we have available to us a wealth of evidence of the spiritual realm that would satisfy any 
scientific inquiry. It's just that we have equated science with strict materialism. And so we don't look and we scoff and we project and we say this is what we're supposed to be. This must be what they, those outside this planet, and anyone who thinks that's a fringe concept anymore, it just got thrown out of the fringe. It was always logical there are other species. You really think this giant, just the star systems we can see, which is just a small segment, to think that we would be the only beings that would advance to the point of having a consciousness or being gifted a consciousness or being a part. Of course, let's talk about that. I mean, the trees have a consciousness. That's even been proven. What is consciousness? See how even my own assumption based on the teachings that have been embedded in my head come through, but that doesn't make them true. Trees have an amazing communication system under the ground through their roots. Now, that has been scientifically studied. (sighs) To think what happened when those horrible people came and cut the forest down. It just, it's an utter tragedy. But it happened. So how do we go forward? That's the question. Who do we choose to be? Who do we emulate? That I think that's what bothered me most of all. These questions flying about regarding um, other species, putting up on a pedestal only the technologically advanced species, whereas that's probably something you want to avoid. It's a very dangerous route. And some of those species to advance truly probably give that up at some point. I'm sure there are places where they combine such things. That may even be us. I'm spiritual. I'm using technology now. I'm even a computer scientist. We need to find a way to think about things more expansively, to ask the greater, deeper questions now. That time has come. It was here before, but if we didn't realize it then, that time has come. Thank you for being here whenever you are listening to this podcast portion of the Frontier Beyond Fear. If you'd like to listen live next week, I should be on the air once again on Blog Talk Radio at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. FrontierBeyondFear.com is the website and also related um, about some of my own work, I'm redeveloping this site, lightedridge.com. Take care, everyone. See you next time. <laughs>